I'm damned if I do and damned if I don't Holla fuck the world with my chest full of smoke I choke on my breakfast, the end of my necklace Say dope house records, screw stone Texas The diamonds in my emblems is cut like a princess What's up everybody, this is Casey Bowles with the Texas fucking meltdown <coughs> Nick, you been over here fidgeting Saying you got some shit on your heart waiting on me to get ready What do you got? <laughs> Well, <laughs> as you know, I'm moving. Yes. A lot of stuff gets lost in moves, but also a lot of stuff gets found in moves. What I found and brought today was a present my dad gave me for my 16th birthday. Oh, shit. <laughs> this may not be very sanitary. We're going to dump it out on the couch. Are those fucking prison shanks? Those are prison shanks, oh, baby. Holy shit, it's a bag of prison shanks. <laughs> So I got, first we got, this is elastic that's melted down and then molded by some concrete, sharpened it. It's got elastic wrapped around it again. Has it killed any of these got like a body count? Who knows, man? Who knows? It didn't come with paperwork. I've got a piece of a a chain link fence, (laughs) sharpened, most likely concrete, with some uh, string and a razor like a shaving razor handle with a couple of deodorant caps on it. Some toilet tissue in there so it doesn't uh, collapse on you. This is awesome. Oh, stuck together. I got some plexiglass, which I've, he said was, uh, you know, real popular. It's their mirrors. Whoa. That would hurt. <laughs> got a t-shirt sleeve and a <laughs> maybe a band. No, some cardboard. A handle. <laughs> that was a uh, a can opener, I think. Yeah, that was a can opener. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, man. That's a stout metal to be so small. Like I said, my 16th birthday. <laughs> that was the 16th. That's a, dude, I swear, man. You had the weirdest shit from your childhood, dude. I was so excited. This was like Christmas when I found it. I bet it was. That's Other than this one right here, I feel like all these would be found pretty easy. What's well, more like a personal knife? You know, something you keep on your person, walk around, stab a couple dudes before you get you get busted, but <laughs> I don't know, maybe like Put a pin cap on it. I don't know what to say. Put it in your pocket. I, I was not <laughs> expecting you to pop out with a bag of prison shanks. I don't know. I've never witnessed prison shanks. I've never seen a real prison shank before. Pretty fucking interesting. That's wool, man. These are genuine prison shanks, Casey. <laughs> it's like a tampon thing, but it's not. I don't know what it is. That's a... They broke it off a razor. It's a razor blade. Or it's a shaving razor handle. <laughs> I mean the plat the, the hey, come on their deodorant. Oh yeah, the thing. Oh, that's mm-hmm. smart, man, dude. That's like the craftiest shit, man. Prisoners making prison shanks, dude. Can we mention that they get like three razor blades a week, and none of these have razor blades on? Like they broke the razor blade off the shank to make the shank. Fair observation. Yes, they did. That's kind of okay. They picked the can opener over the razor blade. I think a razor blade, you know, wouldn't hurt as bad. 
Because it would just, like, cut the shit out of it. These are a little dull, man. Like, you get stabbed one of these. Like, you know you got stabbed, dog. Like, especially that one. That's like a half inch around. This is my favorite diameter. one. It's made solely out of underwear. <laughs> There's nothing but underwear. That's melted elastic from the underwear. Wrapped in elastic that hasn't been melted with a little bit of tape on it. They just burnt the shit. They just burnt their fucking underwear up. A lot of it. We had to post some pictures of these. People can see what we're talking about. You can see like his handprints where he was like smushing it down. Look, there's a thumbprint, like a clear thumbprint right there. In the th- that's cool. You can see it getting made, man. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I can picture that dude going, "Ow, shit!" <laughs> you know, burning the fucking. shit out of his fingers. <laughs> he got mad as shit and had to stab somebody. Holy shit! Didn't look sharp, but it's hard as fuck. God, man. That's some wild shit, that catching between a rib. Ooh. My dad gave me a belt buckle one time. <laughs> <laughs> I got yelled at my 16th birthday. <laughs> you got prison shakes. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them, to be exact. Oh, shit. He was really excited to give these to me, too. Like, this was... Son, got something I want you to have. His, my granddaddy's daddy gave it to him. It's passed on for generations. No, it just came from straight out of New Boston, man. The zoo. Telford unit. It's a rough motherfucker in there. Goo-wop. I got two cousins in there. I know. I've heard, I've heard stories. Damn, that one's got a little sharpness to it, too. I, I, was bet, at a, I bet this one's got a body count. I was at an awards ceremony when I was in high school one time, and Dad was sitting next to me, and he wouldn't shut up. Like, he picks, like, 12 things out. He's, like, pointing at it like an air vent. He's like, break that off, find his concrete, boom, prison shank. <laughs> like, all kinds of stuff, man. Literally probably picked 12 things. I was over there fucking crying. Just like, holy shit. It's like, if you go in here, anything could be made to a prison shank. You'd be completely surprised. Can you imagine Think about that, though, all day? Like, what can I make to kill somebody? What is there? Also, for the record, my dad was not in prison. <laughs> no, his dad's a prison guard. Whoa. Yeah, we probably should have made that distinction. Oh, man. Just having to work there for 20 years. He brought me home a... Uh... So, like, to take this metal wire... And they they cool it up, and they make two prongs come off of it, and they stick those prongs in an outlet, and all of a sudden those wires, you know, they turn you know red hot, and it boils water, so they can cook their soups and stuff. Brought me home that, uh, some speakers made out of styrofoam cup and a magnet. Uh, I got little dice that they made from like by memory, like they had to remember what dots go where. That was pretty impressive. I got a bunch of cool shit, man. I, I, I'm ready to sit. I mean, I hope you come up with bags of prison. And not everybody has this shit, because not everybody can walk out of there with this shit. It's like, just no one said shit to them. <laughs> just believe it or not, you're not supposed to stink shit out of prison either. That one's got a leather handle on it, man. Yeah, that's, that's nice. It's pretty comfortable. Like It's like the Cadillac of shanks. <laughs> 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 
The Cadillac Vince Janks. This big one though, right here, man. I just feel like like you really gotta hate somebody <laughs> to hit somebody with that. Like that's not that's not something you just be like. You know what? My that guy fucked me over a little bit. I'm gonna go poke him a couple times. Like you want to hurt somebody with <laughs> so this? Give bit. me six weeks and like nine pairs of underwear. I got your ass. It's round. You're not even trying to. <laughs> I got something trying, for your ass. You're not even trying to cut, man. You're just literally just trying to poke with this. Wow. <laughs> oh shit. Like none of these are just fight, fight me, bitch. Like you could tell these were, if anything, if they weren't used to stab, they was carried around like on the regular. Oh like, yeah, these are worn. I bet he's had to put a lot of different nylon on here to get the blood off of it. <laughs> I feel like that guy knew he was gonna get caught. <laughs> you can't break plates of glass off and it not get noticed. All these other shit, you probably get away with. Not that one. A melted nylon, that one. That's pretty cool. Let's go for that subject. That's fucking awesome, though. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get a shadow box for him. You getting a shadow box for the prison shanks? Yeah. That's some. That's some one of the kind of decoration. Like that really just... is. Like I, I don't know what I would do if I walked into my living room. Oddly enough, I've never told anybody I had a Manila envelope full of prison shanks. What would you do if, like, you had a girlfriend or something? She just, like, randomly run across that in your room one day? <laughs> in the barbecue closet, cleaning out your shit. It's not what it looks like. Babe, I know what you're thinking. <coughs> It'd be so much easier. You know what? I'm a serial killer. I know I'm pretty particular about my butthole, but I swear I've never been to prison. <laughs> <coughs> oh, shit. Well, um, I met back up with old leopard pants girl with the flat brim cowboy hat. Her name is Tristan. Where'd you find Tristan? I was I was randomly standing in shooters, and she just walked by. And she had on a badass fur jacket. <laughs> I was like, hey. She was like, holy shit. She was like, uh, I lost your number, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, whatever. Then uh, she was like, I'm texting you as soon as I leave here. I'll text you in again in the morning. Like, okay, and she did. I'm proud of you. That's all I got to. That's all I got to say about that. I'm proud of you. She's pretty cool. Again, we talked for a little while. I know she ain't getting up for me. Bitch, usually. <laughs> what time? I mean, I went to Tuscan Horns Saturday night and uh, saw some people. I saw this guy play. His name was Jacob Blevins. He was from Stephenville. He, we got a lot of mutual friends from around there, like in the music thing. And, uh, dude, he had some badass original songs um, that were supposed to all come to shooters. I was going to give him some pointers on how to get on like Spotify and shit, but uh, they never came, so I guess he don't. But yeah, he was really good. I mean, fucking played good. He played some covers, and he they were all good covers. Like, he played like he played a Ryan Bale cover and done pretty good with it. Like yeah, really? like, not many people can do that. And he didn't even like try to change his voice to sound like Bingham. It was like I've you never know, heard that. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was South Side of Heaven, and uh, really, that's ballsy. It was ballsy. I thought it was very ballsy. And I started to hear another guitar. I was like, oh, this is a moment of truth. And, like, shot that at me, and oh, it's fucking good. And I was I was. Satisfied with the show completely. 
had to leave early because White Trash Wannabes was starting up, so. Which I had a blast once again. I don't really remember much. Oh, man. No, I didn't start sobering up until I got to shooters and got quit drinking. I, I, had I don't. A, I had a DD, so. What, what, where was I standing at all night? Where? I don't know. No, I mean, what? At, at, Fat, Jacks? at Fat Jacks. Oh. Um, you sitting with us for a little bit. I don't know, kind of disappeared. Huh. How fucking disrespectful. Fucking follow, man. As my boss. You tell that motherfucker in the rear, Corden, he ain't my boss. Don't text me. I'm kidding. You tell him Love I'm your boss. Just kidding, James Pickett. Love you, dog. Sometimes. No, James is cool. Uh, how was your weekend? White trash pretty much made my weekend. Yeah, but Friday night, I want to know why you didn't go to the club or nothing. All of a sudden, it's like fucking 1 o'clock in the morning, and you just pop up at Shooter and okay. drunk as shit. <laughs> I have an answer. Have you tried that Natterday shit yet? What the fuck is Natterday? Those pink Natty Light cans? No. The strawberry lemonade natural light? <laughs> what? The strawberry lemonade natural light? That Holy is the most shit. redneck thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Listen, I'm at Walmart buying dog food. I think I'm going to go get a six-pack. And I'm walking through it, I see it, I see it, and all I have is 30 packs. I'm like, fuck it. Mm. I'll get this. And I'm, all my buddies were out there, they were in Maud having a bonfire. So I'm, I'll go out there and see what's up. And we're bullshitting, and all of a sudden, Brody looks at me, he's like, go shooters. I said, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we can. So, piled in the truck. They answered your question, though, was the top rack of that Natterday's 30 pack. That's, uh, how I got there. Damn, son. They go down really smooth. It was even hot. It was a hot 30-pack. I think I saw one of the biggest whores of my entire life Friday night. This girl was being 30 with everybody. I was like, she's a good-looking girl, too. I was like, man, that's shameful. I wouldn't want to be seen in public the next day. And she was back at shooters again last night doing it again. And I was like, golly, girl. I was hanging out with, I was sitting over the DJ booth with Michael Howard most of the night, and people kept, like, when I would walk out of the DJ booth, people kept requesting songs to me. <laughs> they <laughs> thought I was a DJ. I was like, yeah, I'll get you in. You'll <laughs> be listening for the next few songs. I used to fuck with people all the time, <clears throat> man. All the I time. probably got seven or eight requests that did not get filled. If that's a really good request, I'd be like, yeah, it would be a good song. And I'd go up there and tell them, but, like, usually I'm just like, yeah, I ain't going to tell them that. I tried to play I Must Be High by South Park Mexican. <laughs> and uh, Ethan Shut that denied shit that. Yeah, he he didn't want that happening. Dun, 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 dun. God, I love that song, man. He wasn't Any, having it, though. Anytime I'm down in the dumps, like, I, jam, I jam that specific song, and I'm just like, yeah. I need to go to the store, man. I got this big ass fridge and it's it's got a bottle of ketchup in it. I remember your last house is about all that was in it, that and Gatorade, Dr. Pepper. I kept that one <coughs> stocked. 
With drink, I mean that's I mean that's what I mean by stock. I mean not. You had like anything you wanted to drink, but it didn't have like no food in it. I had some cookies on the top shelf. <laughs> <coughs> I had the necessities. I had some uh, Tostino's pizzas in there. Remember when I first moved in here, man, there was so much shit in that refrigerator that had been there for like a long time, man. Like, it didn't even smell bad anymore. It was just But the thing was, even if it was the food was still good, I wouldn't have ate a single thing in there. It was straight vegetables. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause Floor do some like real cooking. Yeah. Every time I leave for a little while, well, I'll come back. They don't clean out the refrigerator, what the fuck? They put something in there and don't use it. It's just gonna stay in there. While we're on the topic of Matt and Floor. What happened? Matt calls me. Hey, oh Jesus. While I was like right before I got here. I said, hey man, what are you doing? Which Nothing, Matt. What what do you need to tell me? You obviously called me for a reason. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. you ever opened with hey, what are you doing? Yeah. But okay. He says, Man, I went out drinking last night and I said, Hold up. Oh shit. I said, There's your problem. But continue. He's like, no, man, this wasn't even my fault. He said, I've been responsible. And she's telling me he's got some new buddies that he works with. And they went out to the bar drinking. The other dude drove his truck home. Like, drove Matt home in his truck. And they got to Matt's camper. And he said, that other dude ended up dropping Matt off at his camper and taking Matt's truck back to his camper. Matt wakes up and forgets all that. It's like, he walks outside, can't find his truck, so he makes Floor drive him 35 minutes to the bar. His truck's not there. His phone, he can't find his phone. So he gets on Floor's phone, starts Facebook messaging and calling people. And Floor just texted me. He gets on Floor's phone, starts calling people on Facebook, and eventually finds, where he, finds out where his new buddy lives, goes over to his house. His truck's not there. Bust up in his house, this dude's all fucked up, scratched, face fucked up. That motherfucker totaled Matt's truck on the way home. Oh, and I said, Matt, shit. what are you going to do? He's not on your insurance. He said, dude, I don't fucking have insurance on that truck. I said, what are you going to do? He's like, just going to buy a new truck. Like, you sell me yours? I said, no, I'm not selling my truck, dude. Yeah, so this would be one, two, three, four. Truck number four since he was 17. Yeah, he's he's totaled out. He's somebody. He averages to- one yeah. truck a year. Yeah, that's totaled out from drinking kids. Don't drink and drive. We're gonna act Fuck, like three bad. of those didn't happen in fourteen months. Like we get fucked up sometimes, but if we get fucked up, usually we have somebody to drive us. You know, like we're not really big on getting trashed and drinking and driving. That's why we make fun of Matt because motherfucker does that shit and it always gets away with it. Don't know how. Don't know how. If all the shit he's done was on his record, it'd be in prison. But like, thing is, they keep dropping everything one at a time. I don't know if I have told y'all this story yet, but one time, it was a Saturday night, and I just decided I wasn't going out. I stayed in, and it was probably about I do that maybe five Saturdays a year. You know, it just (laughs) happened to be one of those five. And I'm watching TV, and it's like. Four o'clock in the morning, and I don't even know why I was still awake at four. I didn't. I wasn't at the club or nothing. I'm just chilling on the couch and watching movies. And uh, I get a phone call from Matt. Hey, uh, he, I, if I ain't mistaken, he said, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "You can hear the rain in the background. It's raining. It's storming, storming like lightning, thunder. It's like a thunderstorm <laughs> outside." This motherfucker said, 
I wrecked my truck, man, real bad. Uh, I, I, I was like, are you okay? He said, I, I don't know, man. You think I'm okay? <laughs> I was like, dude, you got to, how the fuck do I know? I, I'm not there. Do you have like an arm upside down or something? And he was like, no, man, I think I'm good. And I was like, all right, where are you at? And he told me, and I had just moved into his house, and I didn't know about the cutoff road yet. That's how I learned about the cutoff road. And uh, I, I turned down that road, I'm driving, and I passed by Mike White. <laughs> and I'm like, if Matt's down here and his truck's flipped, why didn't Mike White stop? <laughs> I get down there, and he's on the inside of a curve. Apparently, he just like ran off the other side of the road and overcorrected, and just like rolls his fucking truck. Everything's out of the road. There's no parts to his truck in the road. I made sure of that, and here comes Matt running out the fucking woods, trucking. <laughs> he said, "He and, said when he called you, he had to pull his shirt over his wet ass shirt. He laid under a bush, put his shirt up over his head, put his arms in his shirt, till he could, he could just find your number to type, to hit one button, all that just to call you." God, he didn't tell me all that, but he freaking, I, I never forget that phone call and him running out of the woods, and he's he's looking for something on the ground, and I. I don't know, man. He gets he gets in the past of the truck, man. He he might have been going a little fast. I don't know. It, it, it ain't none of my business what the fuck was going on. All right, all I know is my homie called me and I went and got him because it was fucking raining. If it wouldn't have been raining, I'd probably been like, Matt, wait on the cops, dude. This is like your third truck. <laughs> you just need to go ahead and wait on them. Take this one. Don't go. Don't rub. Anyway, I went and picked him up, and uh, we get back to the house, and I'm like, man, go inside and just eat everything you can that's bread. I said, there's a whole pizza in there. I said, I bought it tomorrow for lunch, but go ahead and just fucking eat it. I was like, eat anything, bread. I got in there. He was like, what, man? I said, you need to start soaking up fucking alcohol because you smell like my my, tr- my seat smelled like beer after he got out. And I, and so I was like, he goes inside. I'm sitting on the porch just waiting on the cops. All right. So I see some, but he said, he told me his mom was on the way. Well, I'm looking and I forgot that cops had just got them explorers. So I'm looking for like an older, like, you know, a charger. So I see that SUV thing pulling up. I thought it was Matt's mom. So I kind of half-ass dry snitched on Matt on accident because I was like, Matt, your mom's here. And he was like, oh, man, he busts outside. And there's a cop getting out of his car over there. Like, you couldn't see. They didn't turn the lights on or nothing. And, you know, like, it, you couldn't tell it was a cop car. They were parked way the hell over there. And he's walking up. And, I was, and Matt's like, nope, and slams the door and locks me and the fucking cops outside. <laughs> I don't know these motherfuckers. This is my first. This is my first encounter with the Bowie County Police, the the Bowie County Sheriff's Department, who were extremely nice to me. By the way, we sat out here and made fun of Matt for like thirty minutes, waiting on him to unlock the door. I turned around and we slammed the door, and I was like, "He's not violent or anything. He's just waiting on his mom." They were like, "Yeah, we've had to beat the shit out of you before." Which I'll tell that story in a minute. But proceed. And uh, we sat out there and chill for a minute. Finally, Matt comes out and his mom gets saved. <laughs> and, uh, oh, the, the state trooper made this variety test, and I, uh, they didn't give him a DWI. They just gave him a uh, the leaving the scene of an accident. And then, like a week later, Matt thinks he's got off this scot free. The judge sends him a handwritten Which letter that I is have in there. Right yes, there. yes, it's in this house. Like I have proof, a handwritten letter to tell Matt that he he watched the video and he was not accepting those charges and bumped it up to DWI, which he ended up getting. Oh my god! Oh, would you gonna make this whole thing telling stories on Matt? I got a million of them. Let's just do that. Tell me another story about Matt. 
What you were talking about him getting the shit beat out of him by all those cops. Me and Matt were sitting literally in this exact spot. There was a there was a chair here. Two there's a couch here with two seats on it. Sitting just like this. And Matt's drinking. He asked me if I want to come over and watch watch the game. It was like a Sunday, I think. Yeah, it was a Sunday night. Asked or Sunday during the day. He asked me if I want to come over and watch the football. Come over. He had an 18 pack of Dos Equis. We are maybe 18. He pounds. Okay, he pounds 17 dosakis. And this point, me and him were actually living together, but we were living in Mod, and like that's a good 10 minute drive from this house. And Matt's dad was living here, and we were just here watching the games. He had TV, and we didn't. So it's getting late. We got work the next day. I said, all right, man, you, you about ready? It's like, yeah, you know, let's go. I go outside. And I'm, I think I go to piss, and when I come back outside, he's in his truck in the driver's seat. Truck's running. He's pulling around to tell me he'll see me at the house. And I was like, no, man, we're going to take my truck. He's like, no, how the fuck am I supposed to get to work in the morning? I was like, dude, I can take you to your truck in the morning. It's, it's not that important for you to, to die just trying to get home so you can have your truck. Yeah. <laughs> we end up, I end up walking up to his door, reaching for his door handle. He peels the fuck out. Fuck, at least I can do is follow him. So I get in my truck. I'm hot, as, hot on his ass. We make it to Mod. And instead of turning down our road, this motherfucker turns into day and night. I pull up beside him and say, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get home. You're lucky to make it this far. Get home. He said, man, I'm going to get some drink. So I can't find my walk. See my dad, I got to go back and get it. Peels the fuck out of day and night. Heading back to here. Another 10 minutes. He made it a quarter of a mile. And I said, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm not his fucking dad. I've helped him through enough shit. He's on his own for the rest of the night. I'm about to turn over the railroad tracks. I look over to my left, and Matt, pretty much idling, idles into the other lane to, to take a left-hand turn right in front of this fucking Jeep. And I hear, just like the commercials. Like, it sounded like broken glass, shit's flying. This Jeep goes Flies about 20 yards. I drive over there, and I'm wearing some athletic shorts and Crocs. Like, I didn't have no shirt on, nothing. These shorts are pretty small, too. Like, I was just chilling at the house. I run over there, walk up to, to the Jeep first. You cutting your fingernails right now? Yeah. Can we not have that in the background? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it was bothering me, man. It was long. I hate having long fingernails. I go up to the Jeep. This dude's in there crying. Literally fucking screaming. I thought he was dying. Like, I he's bet he be just dead. hit Matt going head on, going probably 65. He's going to be dead in a couple minutes. Like, I open up his door. He's like, my elbow, my elbow. I'm saying, okay, if he's worried about his elbow, he's going to be all right. Well, I hold his head. His head, he did his head on the steering wheel. And I hold his head, lay him down on the concrete. I walk over to Matt. And this motherfucker's in his truck. And the airbags came out. So it looks like it's on fire. It's real dusty and thick. And he goes to try to crank his truck. And he goes, all right, well, I'll see y'all. Trying to leave, dude. This dude's got like three guns in his truck, a beer in the truck. We'll save that. And he he ends up getting, I said, fuck you, dude. I go back to the dude in the Jeep. Wait on the cops. While I'm waiting on the cops, 
there's this chick that walks around mod named Lucy Cat. And Lucy Cat's a prostitute, and she's about fifty five, about as big around as my pinky. Casey, you're bigger than Lucy Cat. Appreciate that. And she walks up, and she's just chilling, like she's watching from afar. Cops roll up, and she lays out like she got hit. Oh shit, son! Like she's oh, there she's freaking out, and all the cops are like, I don't think so. Like we're gonna keep going ten more feet this way to the scene of the accident. And all the uh, anyway, people come and get her like. Like twelve of her kids come running out of like different houses. Lucy Cat, get your ass over here! You know you wasn't in that wreck. Cops come up, and it's a cop we know. He's a sheriff, and he's talking to Matt. Matt's freaking the fuck out. He tells him to sit down on the curb. They're dealing with the the hurt dude. By this time, about fifteen cops done rolled up. By the way, Matt told me that he thought he killed the guy, so he was freaking out in his head that he just killed somebody, and that's why he was freaking out with the cops, because they wouldn't let him go over there. Yeah, well, the dude was walking, so. Oh, so Matt, he, oh, there goes Matt Matt. on his sympathy, okay. Yeah, he was right. I like it. (laughs) So he ends up sitting down on it. He finally gets set on his curb. After he gets up like 12 times, and the cops like, sit back down, like you're going to get hurt, sit back down. This is for your safety. Like we, they're like we can't have you getting up, wandering to the highway and getting hit. Like you're, you obviously you're drunk. And he's telling them how fucked up he is and how he needs to go to jail and all this crap. Finally gets up and get what? Like the cop didn't see him get up. So when the cop turned around, he was right up on him. And the cop grabs him. Well, Matt throws his hands up, ends up breaking the cop's glasses. Oh cops, shit! Cops mad. Cops love their Oakleys. <laughs> No, this was a nice dude. It wasn't a. It wasn't. No, this was his reading glasses from the nineties. Oh, like he's pretty upset. I bet he was. So they get him in handcuffs. Okay, so Matt's face down on the ground. This whole time, I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette, leaned up against this building with no shirt on and some short shorts. <laughs> they got him down, and I guess something set him off, and he tries to get up. At this point, there's about two cops on him. One guy's trying to get his legs, and one guy's putting him in handcuffs. Matt stands up. Oh, shit. Three more come. He gets down. When he's on the ground, I'm talking about they're standing up, dropping down on him with their knees and elbows and shit. Like, they're giving him people's elbow, all kinds of shit. A bunch of WWE shit. Like, jumping off the cars and shit. <laughs> they finally get him handcuffed after beating the shit out of him for what lasts probably 13, 14 minutes. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. That's how it's a fight for every State Trooper gets there and State Trooper's trying to make him do a field sobriety test. And Matt argues with him I don't know how long. He's like, I don't need to do field sobriety test. Take me to jail, man. I'm fucked up. Take me to jail. Dude's like he comes like, dude, we gotta do this. It's 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 part of it. You gotta just uh, walk towards me, dude. Yeah, I fell down in my sobriety test. And I even asked him, I was like, y'all going to let me keep going? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, y'all going to let me embarrass myself. And they were like, yeah, we got to, though. <laughs> I was like, okay. Failed the rest of them. All those cops were real nice to him after that. They're like, he calmed down. They were like, you know, sorry for beating the shit out of you. You know, we had to. They, <laughs> they kept explaining, like, you, we could have been in a lot of trouble if you would have died here, got hit by a car, because yeah. we're right off the highway. And nobody decided to stop traffic. Which was really weird, because there was a truck in the road. <laughs> that was his first total truck. I think we told his dad about it. His dad was like, damn it, boy. 
I got to buy a new truck. Yeah, and then, is, and then what was it, like three months later, hit a telephone pole, that other one is scraping No, hit a school zone sign. Hit a school zone sign. I didn't know. I thought he hit a telephone pole. Which, those things are like probably five inches around, those pipe is, and it's about ten feet tall. They don't look like that, but they if are. you get out of your truck and go I up to it. I put up before. Those are pretty big. Yeah. How do you hit a school zone sign? It's pretty well lit. That's like the most he reflective sign on a highway. He fell asleep. He said he woke up with glass hitting him, and he realized he got two flat tires and one headlight. And it didn't just like dent up the side of his truck; it wrinkled KO'd the like, whole side. Like you took a you unwrapped a present and just crinkled up that paper. That's what the side of his his truck looked like. I had to get in that truck in West Texas. I, I had to get into the driver's seat forever, and then finally fixed it to where you could open it from the inside. But it was like a bitch to close. There was a bunch of air gaps. But it wasn't air gaps in the top. I'm surprised it opened. Yeah, we, I, I, me too. I come over here the next morning. No, this dude drove home from, from Redwater School. Lived it all the way home with two tires. That's another. That's 12 miles. I clocked it the other day. Yeah. That's another 10 minutes. Going that slow? Probably about. Yeah. Well, there's no telling how yeah, slow he's you're going. Not going. I bet, that's, I bet he was going 50. Yeah, he's like, man, I couldn't get in trouble again, but I'm on probation, man. I can't fuck up. He wasn't even on probation yet. He was on implied <laughs> probation yeah. because you ain't even went to court. Walk well, over here the next morning, and this motherfucker goes, comes outside when I get here, opens opens up his driver door, says, shit, man, I got a patty melt in here from Whataburger. Reaches in there, gets the patty melt out, dusts some glass off of it, takes a bite, and freaks the fuck out because obviously he didn't dust all the glass off. He cuts the shit out of his mouth. <laughs> I wish everybody in the world could meet Matt. He's that kind of person. He'll find good in anything. He'll fuck, said, up, he'll fuck up the absolute worst shit you've ever seen. And then just be like, well, this is bullshit. Will y'all go to the bar? <laughs> y'all, y'all go get something to eat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt. Let's go get something to eat, man. Yeah. So much to eat anything. I had a to-go box from chicken strips in it, the back seat of my truck one time. And it had been in there for a while, man. And it was summer. And I got so much other shit back there. You didn't even smell it. He reached back there and said, man, are these good? I said, fuck no, man. I've been there since like June. It's like August. <laughs> Obviously not good in this heat. He goes, huh. He takes a bite out of it. <laughs> He's chewing over there pretty good. He said, man, if I had some ranch, I could eat this. There's puts this- it back in the to-go box and puts it right back where it was underneath a bunch of shit. There was one time me and Nick were in here sitting in the living room and all of a sudden Matt, Matt's baby mama comes in the door. She don't say nothing to us. She's with her cousin. She goes straight to straight to their room. She starts packing her shit. And I was like, don't leave. I did say, don't leave, Floor. In that, and probably about that tone, I bet. Well, because no, I she, knew Matt had probably fucked up. In she some walked way. in and looked at me. And I'd already been talking to her all day. Like, I knew what was going on. Oh, down. I didn't know what was going down. I was just chilling. She looks at me and I said, do what you got to do, Floor. Yeah. And, and and but it helped him because nobody helped him. I think it made him recognize on that thing. He has gotten better on that. We taught Matt a lesson because we did. He he gets here. She she's walking out the door. He gets here and like he got those little hissy fit. <laughs> the the thing's not funny that Matt that she was leaving Matt there for a minute. It really wasn't funny, but it wasn't much we could do about it. But Matt comes in here after she leaves, and it's like, what the fuck, guys? You're just gonna let her leave? Like, no, 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 no. He cried first. He pouted for about four minutes. Oh, yeah. Then he but, was, 
Then he was like, fuck, man, it don't fucking matter for about another four minutes. Then he got up. He said, you know what? Oh, yeah. Takes his hat off, hits the couch, said, it's y'all two motherfuckers' fault that she's leaving. <laughs> he looked at him and said, what are we supposed to do, choke her out in the living room? <laughs> he said, he tried to find her. He said, both y'all get up right now. I'm going to whoop both y'all's asses. I was, I was, I was about to speak. If I had to have my I leg out, I was like, Matt, sit down. I was thinking when he hits his head on that fucking on that TV stand over there and dies, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I wouldn't have felt bad. <laughs> I was thinking, probably shouldn't even, probably shouldn't even try to, to, to get up right now. Oh, man. Blamed it all on us. We're the whole reason this went down. He was like, y'all know damn well I didn't do that. <laughs> and he was like, and y'all couldn't tell her that y'all knew, that y'all knew I wouldn't okay. do something like that. For the record, Nick's got the text message on his phone, so we already know Matt did fuck up. And he's still trying to convince us that he didn't fuck up. And then blames it on us, telling us it was our fault because we should have told her different. He calls everybody that gives a shit about him and tells them this story about how he did nothing wrong. And everybody's feeling sorry for him. And finally, after the third time he tried to fight me, I was like, you know, I was like, we and Cage looked at each other like, we got to go. Like, let's go get something to eat. You know, we'll come back later. <coughs> and he had just, like, literally two minutes before he called me after we were doing on the road, just tried to fight me. It was, what the fuck, man? He said, you just going to leave me at the time I need a friend the most? <laughs> you trying to fight us, man. No. We don't, what the fuck? Oh, my God. I love him, though. I do, too. I love him today. I, I do hate that. I love guy. him. Uh, yeah, I love the guy, but I hate that I love him. It's like a bad relationship. Like a bad relationship with like a narcissist, man. <laughs> like one that gets in your head sometimes. Does does enough nice shit for you that you really can't say nothing, but fucks up enough that you're just like, God damn, man, if you if you were just any less of a friend, dude. Any less. <laughs> I'd have to be out. I love the motherfucker. Golly, that's funny as fuck. Crash knows. Crash is like, God, I feel bad for Crash in times, man. I feel like that's why he's so chill. It's just from all the shit he watched Matt do. He was like, I got time. I just learn to take care of myself. <laughs> you know what? And after he freaked out, after me and you went and got something to eat that night, I came back and he's laying on the couch and got his pants unbuttoned. <laughs> laying there, strode out, just like this, right there with his pants unbuttoned, halfway off. What the fuck you doing? Sympathy jack off? <laughs> What's your deal? Oh my god. One time we were in shooters and uh I go to the bathroom, man. Everything was going good. It was me, him, and Floor. Everything was chill as fuck. I go to the bathroom and come back and Matt's nowhere to be found. There's like this big old brawl going on. Or like a bunch of people arguing, really nobody was fighting by that point. Like apparently the fight happened as soon as I walked in the bathroom. But this my the people we were sitting with, a new guy that is like the main lady's husband walks up and asked Matt didn't know Matt and Floor were with me and was like, Hey, this is my family's table, you know, could y'all get up and, you know, kinda go somewhere else? Y'all taking up two of our chairs and the tables aren't very big. All Matt had to say was, is I'm with Casey Bowles, you know, like, you know, like, he's in the bathroom, he'll be out in a second. All he had to say, nope, Matt punches him immediately. And then he get they get him outside, and he's trying to fight the bouncers, of course. Puts it all off on them, because they were in the wrong. 
And the cops get there, and he tries to fight the cops. He again. waited on the cops. Yes, he waited on them. He could have left. He could have left, and he waited. He waited on the cops to get there. It was, he wanted to fight the cops. And then hey, hey cops get there. He tells one of them he's going to beat his ass. And then runs around, runs through the parking lot and runs around his own fucking car three times with a cop chasing him. Three times. You, you got a parking lot of like 200 cars. Run and hide, bitch. You got a lot better chance just running around your own car. What you can do get in and speed away. Like, go hide. Run across the interstate. Did he not get in the passenger seat of the car? Yeah, yeah, he, he finally got in the passenger seat, and they yanked him out and got him in the back of the cop car. <laughs> yelling at Floor. Yeah. He said, Floor, lock the car. Lock yeah, the yeah car. he's telling he's yelling at Floor. It. Yeah, Floor's, a little, Floor's more gangster than you think. She's real quiet, but she got some thug in her. He yelled to unlock the car, and that's the first. She started hitting the button. I was like, that's gangster. But anyways, he, they, I get over to the cop, and Matt's like yelling at me through the window, talking about, tell these motherfuckers to let me out. I didn't even fucking do anything, man. This ain't my fault. And I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's even going on. Chill out. And I look over at the cop, and I said, but that's my buddy. I said, I can get him into that car over there without him saying another fucking word. Like, I tell him to shut up right now. He will. And I said, he'll get out of that cop car. And I said, we'll walk over that car, and I'll put him in that passenger seat, and he won't say another fucking word to y'all. And he said, that motherfucker ain't going to tell me he's going to beat my ass. And I said, yes, sir. And I turned around and walked off. <laughs> Whenever a cop tells you, yeah. whenever a cop uses motherfucker in a sentence to you in a calm way and it's not toward you, just walk away. That's your chance. You know right then that cop is not changing his mind. Can we note Matt got his face drug across, drug across the pea gravel that night? Oh, yeah, he did. It fucked him up. I got a picture. Man, dude, we got to get a YouTube channel. I'm going to try to start crank that up this week. I got a picture of Matt like, whenever he got out of jail right here. Is that they finally freed my nigga? It was on my. He said he was talking shit at the cops the whole way there. I could just imagine. Being, he said he I, was, I wish I was a, in his ear talking shit to him. I wish I was a fly on the wall, man. I, I, I just wish I was a fly on the window of that car. So I, I would just listen to everything. I I'd have been stopped. so stressed out. I would have stopped somewhere in between. There in the jail in a dark alley and probably beat the fuck out of him. If I was a stranger and I didn't know just how nice the guy actually was when he's not hammered drunk trying to fight you. And you're, if you're not a police officer or a security guard or somebody that talks to him, you going to like the motherfucker. Well, the thing is, cops kind of can't beat the shit out of you till you're on a, a brink of death. I mean, they do sometimes, but they really can't. Like, it's, it's not likely that you're going to get beaten that bad by a cop. Like, they're going to usually stop. Well, at that strip club in Pegas. Mm. <laughs> they fucked him up. They pulled a gun well, We already told this story, I, I believe. But Since we're on stories about Matt, and just, so, just in case you ain't going back to this episode, you got to hear this shit. In the strip club, just paid, I don't know, $800 for his private room for him and his girlfriend and the stripper. Long story short, his dick's out. In the corner. Matt's not touching the stripper at all. He's just sitting in the corner by this point. A bouncer comes in like, hey, that shit doesn't fly. They throw him out, and he's throwing a fit because he wants his money back for that room because he was only in there for two minutes. Didn't happen, and those uh, there's two rent-a-cops proceeded to beat the shit out of him with handcuffs on. Busted out his window, put a gun to his face. This was like three weeks before... The incident at Shooters 
when he locked himself in the when he got in the car. Yeah, because he come back was supposed to be on good behavior, but no, went to jail again. And added evading arrest. And he doesn't get. He was. What was I supposed to be doing? What was I supposed to be doing? Now he doesn't get. You can't jack off in a strip club. He he can't. <laughs> Fathom the fact you can't have your dick out put tugging on it in a strip club, even if you did pay for the room. He said he had a little moment of truth when that cop took his uh took his body cam off and set it on top of the car. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 by the way, guys, if you're ever talking to a police officer pissing him off and he takes that body camera off, shut your fucking mouth right then. <laughs> I love how when he gets out of jail, he doesn't tell you anything about it the next day. Like, he just acts like it's a normal day. I, then, he has such a good relationship with the bail bondsman. The bail bondsman drives him all the way from by state to our house in Redwater. And that's how I know, like, Matt got out of jail. It's I hear a bunch of thumping in the park, in the driveway. And I look out the window, and it's Matt and the bail bondsman just, like, jamming the fuck out. <laughs> in a brand-new Corvette. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, man, dude, like, how do you have that good relationship with your bail bondsman? Yeah, I was pissing beside uh, Mark Luggett. Uh, there it is. He can see his nose is like fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see Matt's face is like hold out. He's got his nose bridged in the picture. That guy cut across it where they slammed his head into the into the concrete and then rubbed his face on it. It looked like somebody just like peppered it like he literally got shot in the face with rock salt or something. Like it was just peppered all over his face. He just had scabbed everywhere, like little bitty ones. It was so fucking funny. I didn't know Matt used this particular bell bondsman, but I was at Fat Jack's one time pissed, and I looked beside him, and this dude's in a suit. Man, you just get back from a funeral? They said, no, I'm a, a bell's bondsman. My buddy probably knows you, man. No, he, said, he said, do I know you? I said, no, but so I'm going to go out on a limb here. You might know my, my buddy, Matt Smith. He said, oh, Matt Smith. He said, I've taken him home a few times. I bet Crash seen some nasty shit. I have witnessed, before he got with Floor, he was like a really bad whore. <laughs> Floor, Floor is the best thing that ever happened to Matt. Floor kept Matt from getting AIDS. <laughs> That's it. I'm going to go live and say that. And um, I've witnessed three girls in one week walk out of that room with his clothes on because he pissed all over them and then witnessed all three of the same girls back the next week got pissed on again and still come back again. Like he will, it it, it used to be a known thing that you were going to get pissed on if you stayed at Matt Smith's house. Matt was going to piss all over you. And it's just like girls are cool with it. That's what kind of person Matt is. If he drinks more than six beers, he pissed in my chair, dude. He pissed three times when he was home on Christmas. Yeah. And he wasn't here but for like a week. Yeah, he pissed in his bed, pissed in my chair. Crash, you're sitting in... Crash. Hey, Crash. Crash. <laughs> Nigga, I'm talking to you. You don't want to hear it. My dog would just sit here and ignore us. Like, Crash. He'd probably get tired of listening to us talk, to be honest. If you think about it, I would be. You get him a microphone, man. Crash, yeah, I know, man. He'll talk to us. Y'all don't know, man. Crash talks. I don't know what the fuck he says a lot of times, but I know, I, I feel like I know what he says. You can tell by his body movement. And I'm telling you, and it's like it's like that dog's Matt in a dog form. 
Like that dog will get in the trash and make you feel like shit about it. Like, you know, like make you feel bad that you got on to him. Like it was your fault. I'm like, no, dog. You're not going to sit here and make me feel bad for that. But as long as you're here, all he does is sit in that chair. You know, it's like Matt. As long as we're here to watch him, he won't fuck up. It's just, it's that five seconds you lose eyesight of him and just like, he, he can't. Walk out your truck, get your wallet or something. Yeah, you come back in. This house is smashed up. Matt <laughs> He's just looking at you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just looking at you like that. Nothing happened. Like, oh, there's nothing. What are you talking about? Why there's a hole in the wall right there? Oh man, man, there's never been a door in that hallway, bro. Okay, there's, there's never been a door two there. doors in there that are fucked up. He's destroyed all the doors in his camper to the point where he doesn't have a man. I want to say he went with just a screen door on his camper for a while. Because he just starts to ripping doors. Like that, that video on Facebook or whatever, it's always like when your mom comes home and you're sleeping peacefully and it's that big old dude ripping the door in half. Yeah, yeah that's that's him. He doesn't just punch it. There's the... I have a hole in the bottom half of the one of the closet doors Is that where my bathroom door sags? Most likely. That's why one hinge, the top hinge is off that door. That's mine too, my bathroom, yeah. Okay. The door to the middle, this middle bedroom right here, I don't even think it's on. It's not it's on not there on anymore. There. It's not a door there. It's shredded. The closet door in that bath in that bedroom is shredded. Yeah, yeah. I think my closet door is the only level door in this house. And I don't know how he spent the most time in that room. Maybe he liked the closet. Fucking mad. Look at this door. Look at the front door. Those are knuckle imprints. Yeah, there, there's like. It's like someone took a ball paint hammer to our front door. It's not like bad enough to where like you'll just notice, notice it. But until you said something like, I done forgotten it, it was even there. But yeah, look, there's, there's some down by the handle. Like that's an uppercut. That's an uppercut on the door. Shit, there's some way down there by the bottom hinge. That was probably knees. Some of is wild. That's a metal door. That's impressive. I remember when we left him after after the whole floor incident. I was so worried about this TV. Oh, man, dude. That's all I was thinking about. I was like, we're going to come into that living room TV. It's going to be fucking sick. Because I just knew. I could just see him reaching up and grabbing the top of that. Our, our kitchen. Remember he messed up the yeah, thing? The, he, he just slammed open the fucking, the, underneath the sink. Just slammed it open for no reason and bent it. So now it stays open a little off. bit. Yeah. And he did the same thing in the bathroom. Like nothing we have closes all the way because of Matt. <laughs> Our front door closes all the way. I'm, I'm glad about that. It's the only thing that counts. My bedroom door is not bad. It's my last week here. I'm staying at that house tonight. But probably every night this week, honestly. I'm going to be back and forth moving shit, but I got dogs now. Whose dogs? I, one of them, I got a Jack Rose Terrier that's about 15 years old. Can't hear. He's got tumors all over him. Like, he doesn't know you're home until like he sees you, and he's like, I walk. I was over there imagine earlier, just walking around as a dog, just chilling. Like, ain't nobody. Here I was talking to my brother. Like, Whoa, Nick. What's <laughs> I was up, talking man? to my brother the other day. I was like, he was just walking around the house looking at shit. I was like, he is running out of shit to do. How how many years can you walk around a house? Before you, you can only that. sleep for so long. 
it was him and a and a blue tick coonhound. Maybe that's why old people like figurines and stuff. It's like, whoa, I got a new figurine. <laughs> look at that. It's something new to look at for a little while. I got a new glass doll. Sometimes he stands <laughs> in the house and pokes his head out the doggy door and just watches. I bet. That, why you know, like how old people sit by windows? He He's not going to last much longer. He don't want to go outside. Yeah. He just wants to look. He's not going to last much longer. <coughs> well, that's dark, man. Well, that blue tick, man. All she does, she's a, she's an inside dog. She's a fat-ass blue tick. Most beautiful blue tick I've ever seen. Like, she has the most beautiful markings. Like, she's perfect. All she does is sits on the couch, watches TV. I know we always give Matt hell, but, man, he's probably one of the best people you'll ever meet in your entire life and has done more for me will do anything. I could call Matt right now and tell him I was in Redwater with a flat tire, but I just couldn't call anybody to come get me. This motherfucker would start leaving Odessa and try to make it here before somebody got to me just so he could be the first one to get to me. Over a flat tire, I guarantee I'd call him right now. This motherfucker calling to work and everything over something dumb like that. We can end this with me telling you how I became best friends with Matt Smith. I met him in right before seventh grade when I moved to Mon. Right before seventh grade, we playing baseball. First thing he ever said to me is we were jogging to the outfield to go stretch for a baseball game. And this brother looks at me and said, man, my dick is standing straight up right now. First words he ever said to me. Second time, we was we were running in athletics, like, I don't know, a few months later. And we were both, I don't know, I guess we were the same speed. And we were running beside each other. He's like, shit, man, I, best, I guess we could be friends. He's like, you want to come over this weekend? <laughs> Fuck, all right. It's like freshman year now. And this is what solidified everything for me. It's like, that motherfucker's down. We were in the weight room working out after football practice. And, like, obviously after football practice, your tension's high. We're, we all just got done beating the shit out of each other. And there was this dude. There's two dudes got in a fight. And it ended up getting taken out to the parking lot. And the coaches were breaking it up. Well, just so happens there's a volleyball game. And the whole fucking town of Maud is walking in the gym during this fight. Well, this dude slips a punch in on the coach. I don't know what happened to me, but I was not happy that the whole town of Ma just saw that, and I was steaming. So I start walking back to the locker room, and on the way there, I was talking shit to these other two dudes. Is that guy's cousins? Yeah, two of his cousins. And one's coming at me from the front, and one's coming at me from the side, and I'm talking some mad shit. And I realize they're both about to beat the shit out of me. So the one coming in front of me, I just I straight up hit him. Hit him in the chin. He goes down, immediately pops back up. There's a door right here. I said, you know what, fuck? I mean, I got to do what I got to do. Push this one back. Push the one to my right back. Hit the other one with the door. He's done. It's a big door. He's, he's done. So I got one guy now. I don't know. He ends up. Not one having anything to do with this situation walks off. I go in the locker room and I'm getting dressed and Matt comes in there. Matt and like five coaches come in and like, hey, uh, we're just gonna stand here while you uh, get dressed. Said, They're all looking for you. There's about six people look for me. All family of the dude that I was mad at. I'm getting dressed. Finally, get dressed. I'm walking out. And I'd already told somebody to call my dad, like, have him come pick me up, because I'm a freshman. 
And Matt looks at me and said, You got like six big old black dudes looking for you. <laughs> he says, We're about to walk out this door. He said, Grab a helmet. And he grabs his. He said, Anything happens. He said, I got you. We walk out the door. All of them just start looking at us like they didn't want to have shit to do with the, any part of that situation. I saw Matt was in it. Was just like that's that crazy ass white boy right there. He'll use that fucking helmet. <laughs> and we stood there waiting on my dad to get there. My dad rolls up hot, fucking four of the cars even in park rolls out. He said, "Which one of us?" He said, "Is that one?" He Make starts it. pointing it off. <laughs> Look, this one right. He points at the biggest dude out there who had nothing to do with anything. Oh, it was great. I bet that guy about pissed his pants. Your dad's huge. <laughs> and I find out, like, I didn't tell, I handed this this manager my cell phone. I was like, hey, call my dad. I was all calm about the situation. I said, just tell my dad to come pick me up. It's, tell him I'll be out there in 10 minutes. Well, apparently that, that kid that called him didn't just call him and ask him to come pick me up. He said, he's like, he's like, Nick's in trouble. He's like, no, I don't know what had just happened. Nick and Matt's about to get jumped. <laughs> After that, we were just solid. 